All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is the seventh episode that I've done of this show, and it is the first episode of 2024. I hope you're having a great start to the new year. I know I am, and I'm excited to be doing this episode today. Now, the the last few episodes, um, I've been talking about, I've been talking about the process of buying a home and, and what happens during the process. Well, today, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Uh, I said I would be talking about offers and negotiations and what happens when those don't go the way you want. Well, I still plan on talking about that in the future, but with it being 2024, with it being the new year, I wanted to be more inspirational. I wanted to talk about a motivational topic, right? There's a good chance that you're setting your goals for the new year, your new year's resolutions. And maybe one of those goals is to buy your first house or to buy your next house. Well, if that's the case, then you came to the right place. Today, I'll be sharing three steps to buying a house in 2024. I will get back to the next topic. I will get back to the 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 main topic of offers, negotiations, what happens when those go south. We'll talk about that and we'll wrap up that little series in the next episode. So with that being said, let's begin this episode. So what's the first step to buying a house in 2024? Well, number one, you have to have a reason. You have to have a vision. So with this, think of the big picture. In other words, think of the who, the what, the where, the when, and the why. We'll work through those, step, those steps individually. Now, the who is pretty self-explanatory. Who are you going to be buying this house with? Is it just yourself? Is it you and a spouse? Is it you and a friend? Think about that. Once you've done that, think about where you would like to buy your house. Do you want it close to work? Do you want it close to your family? Do you want to be out in the country or do you want to be out in the city? That's going to change your search. That's going to change how you look for homes. Once you've done that, think about when. It's always good to put a date on your goals. When you put a date, when you put an endpoint, it's more likely that you're going to take action sooner rather than later. When we put a target on something, we feel more inclined to move towards it. So put a date on it, whether it's the summer, maybe you want to have your first place by summer, or whether it's that you want to be in your next place by the holiday season of 2024, by Christmas of 2024, put a date on your goals and you'll feel more inclined, more motivated to take action. The next thing we need to consider is what? Are you, are you looking for the typical single family house or are you looking for a condo? Are you somebody who would like to spend your weekends out, like to go out with your evenings, with your days off. And maybe you don't want to take care of a lot. Maybe you don't want to take care of shoveling the driveway and you want the HOA to take care of that. Think about what you're looking for. We, we will talk about this a little bit more later. And lastly, think about why. Whenever you're, again, whenever you have a goal, it's, it's important to think about what your motive is. When you have a, when you have a reason, to achieve your goal, again, you'll feel more inclined to take action. So think about why you're doing this. Is this a place that you want to have for a few years? Or is this something that you're hoping for for as a more long-term place? Is this your starter home for you and your spouse? Or is this where you plan on raising your kids? Think about what you make this goal matter. And here's a great way you can take that one step further. Using the who, the what, the where, the when, and the why. Think about a, a vision statement. Describe it in a single sentence. So this is what I mean. Come up with a statement that includes all of those points, the who, the what, the where, the one, and the why, 
and create a powerful statement that that you that you feel empowered by. So, for example, my fiance and I, the who, will buy a ranch home, the what, close to Brighton, where, by June of 24, the when, so we can continue building wealth and enjoy our own place. That's our why. I'll say that one more time. My fiance and I will buy a ranch home close to Brighton, June of 2024, so we can continue building wealth and enjoy our own place. I think it's always a great idea to get crystal clear on what you're looking Do this, work through the steps, and then create a statement that you feel empowered by. So that's step number one. Think about the big picture. Step number two is to get a little more into the nitty gritty of the details. Start thinking about what you need and then start thinking about what you want. So that's step number one. Think about the big picture. Think about your reason or your vision. Step number two is to start thinking about the nitty gritty details. Think about what you need and then differ that from what you want. So this is a little bit more of the the smaller picture. So I think it's a great idea to split up your, your, your needs and your wants. Maybe just make a list of both of them. When you're, you're looking at houses, there's a lot of information on, on every single listing, on every single house that you run into. And it might become overwhelming to figure out which one is a good fit for you. Now, if you have an understanding of what's absolutely essential in your next home versus what's what might be nice in your next home, it will be easier to decide which house might be right for you. Maybe your needs include a house that has three bedrooms and is within 10 miles of downtown Brighton. And maybe your wants are to have a place with more acreage or to have a place on a lake. The truth is no house is perfect. Some houses might have all of your wants, but none of your needs and vice versa. So once you find the house, make sure it has what you need. And if it has what you want as well, that's great too. That's just an added bonus. But remember, there is a difference between the two. Some things are going to be essential for you where you're at in your life right now and make sure you make those a priority. So that's step number two. Think about the, the smaller picture and understand the difference between your wants. Now let's get to number three. And this is the most important part. Unfortunately, this is where we tend to stop. This is where we, where we freeze up. So often we have great goals. We have the vision. We know what we want our big picture to look like. We know what we want in terms of the details. We, we know the, the specifics of our goal, but then we stop. We never take action. And this is true whether you're buying a house or working towards any other goal you have in your life. It's essential that we take the first few steps. I think many a times people are afraid or hesitant to to do so because they don't know what the first few steps are. Well, I'll share three with you when it comes to to buying a house. Great place to start is to save money. If you're going to be buying a home, you're going to have both. You're going to have your down payment. You're going to have your your closing costs. You're going to have to pay some expenses and it, it could be a very good chunk of money. So start saving money. One of the, the best financial tips that I've ever heard is to pay yourself first. When, when we try to save money or when we try to invest money, I think this is what we tend to do a lot of the times. This is what I know what I used to do. What I would do is I would try to pay my expenses, pay my bills, spend some money on things that I thought were fun, and then take whatever money I had left over and try to save that. Well, unfortunately, by the time I did that, there wasn't much to save. There wasn't much to invest. Well, the best tip that I have ever heard, one of the best tips that I've ever heard is to pay yourself first. So rather than trying to save what you have left over, just take a certain chunk 
or a certain percentage and put that away right away, right when you get your paycheck. And then don't even think about it until you need it, until, until you have a reason to use it, whether it's your savings or your investment. When you do this, you'll likely find that you still have money to cover your expenses and you still have money to go out and, and have some fun. People might feel hesitant to do this because they think, oh, well, if I pay myself first, then I'm not going to have money left over. I'm not going to be able to cover all my costs. And I found that that's not the case. And I can't remember the, the book that I read that described it. I want to say it was The Millionaire Next Door. But they also, the author also suggested that that tends to not be the case. So pay yourself first. I think that's a great tool. And uh, I'll put the link in the description for, for that book because I think it's a great one to, to read if you haven't. And number two, what's the second step you can take? Meet with a lender. Explore your options. Like we talked about in some of the earlier episodes, you might not have to, to do the typical 20% down payment. There might be other options for you. Additionally, there might be specific programs that your lender can offer you. Um, with Riley, my fiance being a nurse, I remember when we were considering buying a house and we went to a lender, they talked about how there are certain programs for nurses. So always meet with a lender, always ask them what your options are, what they might be able to do to help you out. That's a great second step. The last step that I'll share today is to meet with a realtor. So by considering the big picture and the little details, you have an idea of what you're looking for. Well, when you meet with a realtor, they're going to be able to help you take this one step further. They're going to ask you some more questions and then set up a search based on the criteria of the house that you're looking for based on what you've shared with them. After doing that, after setting up the search, hopefully you, you run into the house that, that you're looking for, run into several houses that you'd like to check out. And then comes the fun part. You can start go, you can start going to showings and hopefully when the time comes, make the offer on the one that you love. So that is all I have. Those are the three steps. First of all, consider the big picture. Second of all, think about what you need, what you want, or the smaller picture. And then lastly, and most importantly, take action on your goals. So that is all I have for you in this episode. I would like to share one more thing before I let you go. I've created a buyer's guide. I know that some of you guys have downloaded that and some of you have found it useful. Well, I, I did add a little bit more to it. I updated it for 2024. What I did was implement the, the vision or the big picture uh, aspect of this podcast into that document. So now in this document, it has some financial tips. It has the outline of buying a home, but what it also has is the, the who, the what, the where, the when, and the why. So write that down, think about what you want, and then it will help you create a vision statement so you feel more empowered to reach this goal. So that's available for you for free. Uh, just go ahead and click the link in the description, click on my link tree. Once you do that, there's a button that says buyer's guide and you can download it right there. Super easy to get to. So thank you again for listening to this episode. Happy 2024. I hope you're having a great start to the new year. I hope you set a bunch of great goals and you're able to work towards and accomplish all of them. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means the world to me that you do. And uh, I'll see you next time on the podcast. Mm -hmm.